0: Daily inspiration podcast on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos, and I'm really excited. Uh, I actually missed this woman um, some time ago, and so I'm glad to finally have snatched her and get her on our show. I want to introduce you all to Afifa Siddiqui, who is a CEO and founder of Canadian Payroll Services. You can learn more about Afifa and her company at her website, CanadianPayrollServices.com. Afifa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jen. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I feel like this is a long time coming for some reason because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we had a hiccup, but I'm so glad that we were able to connect again. Um, you know, given current times or just given the state of the world, I always like to do a, a mental health check-in, so I thought I'd check in with you. How are things going with you? You know, today I'm doing really great because uh, I, I
2: am one of those people who are affected by the weather, and it is sunny today, so I'm kind of glad we didn't have the call last week because <laughs> it was such a downer. It was like that sad syndrome, right?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Something about a couple of days ago, it was rainy uh, here in Virginia, and um, my husband and I just didn't want to do anything. You know, it was just like eh, yeah. let's just hang out, watch Netflix, like not be productive. But you know, even even for us as well, it's really sunny today. And like you said, there's something about the sun that just yeah. makes you want to be more productive and just be happier. And I'm sure scientifically, something about like vitamin D from the sun absolutely helps. Now,
2: I, I think everyone should have days like that, and we actually encourage it. Like
1: I, I want my teams to be mentally healthy so it's actually part of you know everybody's well-being yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm glad that you said that. So when we were talking offline, Afifa, um, I know that uh, at least with 2020, it turned out to be a, a pretty good year for you uh, and your company. So for people that are, are or you haven't been two phase, I think is what I'm trying to say by the year. Obviously, we have the weight of the pandemic and the yeah. social dis- distancing and stuff. But, you know, it hasn't in, um, entirely impacted your uh, company. And so for people that are hearing about Canadian payroll services for the first time, Afifa. Why don't you let people know what you're about? Okay, well, well, thanks. And, And I should just
2: say, I actually run three companies. And Canadian Payroll Services, it has, yes... We, we've been one of the fortunate ones because mm-hmm. of the nature of what we do. You know, we, we mm-hmm. actually are helping other companies get through this at the pande- this time of pandemic. And it's because we do, you know, uh, payroll services and managed services. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people letting teams go. So we also mm-hmm. try to streamline that. That's actually part of the service. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the other companies uh, have been affected. But again, that's part of what, what I have to do in my role as CEO to keep everybody optimized and, and moving forward even though you know each each company is sort of in a different trajectory Yeah. So, but the Canadian payroll services, knock on wood, we are very blessed to be Mm -hmm. in in the industry we are. And again, what what we do is manage payroll for Canadian payroll. Mm -hmm. All our workers are 100% Canadian, but 100% of our clients are either American or European companies that do not have a presence in Canada. And so that's what we do. We are in that niche where we uh, are an employer of record service and tackle taking care of all your staff, uh, HR compliance, uh, benefits, all of those things are actually not fun, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we take it over, and, and part of the mission is to make it fun and simple for our clients, so it's not a headache. You know, they we're an extension of of you know our clients' companies.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And other than the fact that you are in Canada, um, why don't you tell us why uh, European and American companies should uh, go through your company for <clears> payroll <throat> services? What makes you guys unique? So. In, in Canada, uh, this
2: whole EOR employer of record and the professional employer organization—it's it, relatively uh, uh, not as well known as, say, staffing or, mm-hmm. or you know, employing uh, in de- incorporated or independent contractors that is actually where I started my entrepreneur's journey. I actually, in my recruiting company, we literally learned how to employ contractors, but it's a B2B relationship. Mm -hmm. And why we're unique is we actually encourage clients, uh, uh, the companies not like they, I want people to hire uh, as though it's part of your own team. So they're staff, that Mm -hmm. means that they, they get all of the employment standards and employment standards in Canada are pretty complex, but, we give a lot to our workers we take care of our people there's universal health care mm. and you know in that sense like we may not have like the europeans 12 14 weeks of vacation however european clients do tend to give that to their canadian workers
1: wow. and
2: it, it, so here's something else that's happening which uh, it, so looking forward one of the things i do as as an entrepreneur i'm always running experiments so mm. th- this time has actually, uh, it's rich with opportunity. So mm-hmm. it's it's not right now just Canadian payroll. That's what I'm doing right now with, with CPS. Mm-hmm. But the whole landscape in, on the planet, global working is really on the horizon. And I am going to, you know, make a little prediction in the next 10 years. Every company is going to have, you know, access to a global workforce. And they have to, because mm-hmm. we are, we are opening and it's not just, uh, you know, it's not just a, a, re, a need by one country or one state or one province, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a need for companies to have their, their individual unique uh, skills met. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like there's some industries where I started again, it, I'm a big believer in niche in regional. One mm-hmm. of our practices in the recruiting company is, is nuclear power and, oh, wow. you know, these nuclear resources, they don't exist everywhere in, in, in you know, there's certain pockets of, of people and there's only certain universities that have these type of programs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's an extreme example of, of a niche. But, you know, one you know, in the next decade, again, renewable energies, that's going to be a, a huge growth industry. And, you know, I hope to be right there because I, I actually built a whole practice around niche recruitment in the mm-hmm. wind and solar and, and geothermal sectors.
1: Wow, Afifa, I am just in admiration of you and your entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, I know how you sort of hinted how you got into entrepreneurship, but um, what was life for? You? What was life like before you, uh, let's say, picked up that entrepreneurial bug? Uh,
2: well, you know, I've always actually been an entrepreneur without even before I knew what that word was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a teen, I I, I think. <laughs> To be honest, I'm undiagnosed ADD. I have such a short attention span (laughs) that uh, if I want to be effective and productive, I literally structure my time so that I can, you know, cater to my need to be divergent. So, um, you know, when I was, when I was a teen, I, I quietly, secretly had my own little side business. So I was selling little things to, uh, uh, in my school, uh, jewelry. Sometimes I made it, sometimes I resold it, you know, and then right after graduation, I started a little surplus brokerage via fax. Mm -hmm. Now I'm dating myself, you know, so, so way before, like just, you know, the the internet really started in the Mm nineties. So around Mm -hmm. that time you know, it was faxes, faxes and, mm. and,
1: you know, the pagers, which mm. I'm not sure if, if, you know, the young generation. They I at- like remember seeing my like, um, high school coach, like have it in his side pocket, Yeah, but that's as far as it went. <laughs> well, <laughs> I never, I, someone I, see <laughs> anyone like use it for a living. It was just like, Oh, it's there.
2: <laughs> well, that's, you know, so cell phones right now do everything. Mm-hmm. So before that there was, there's pagers, there's, you know, actual phone uh, cameras, like every thing had its own device right Mm -hmm. now we Mm -hmm. have integrated devices but anyways so I uh, I've always been doing something and my my first company Kronos uh, actually launched out of my own need my own personal crises and and normally I'll talk about you know I was out of work uh, but truthfully in the year 2000 I went through so many crises like Mm -hmm. I I I actually was going through a divorce I lost uh, I actually had to sell my house um, and because I couldn't get a job um, and, and, I think you'll hear this often from many entrepreneurs. So, you know, I didn't start my life thinking oh, I'm going to run a recruiting company. Right, right. <laughs> I arrived <laughs> skid, skidding right into it, heels dug in, right. Mm-hmm. Because it was a need I had, I, I needed to, to get myself employed. And, you know, one of the things I, I did learn, and I, I give advice like this, sometimes if people are deciding what to do, I say, go work at a recruiting company or staffing agency. You know, you get the best access to mm. all types of roles. You get to meet and talk to, you know, just like yourself. We, we get to meet all sorts of interesting yeah. people. And one of the things that if you actually are a professional working in, in a, uh, say, a, you know, a retainer, retained search firm, you can actually put yourself in the top three of people
1: wow. who want that job, right? So it's a little secret, so, there you go. Yeah. No, that's great. It's it's like the insider, you know, scoop yeah, for people yeah. that are looking for employment. It's like go to a staffing or recruiting agency yeah. and you get the one up, you know, from everyone else if you want something in particular, if you want yeah. a particular job. I, I didn't even yeah. know that. So that's a really, really good piece of advice. Yeah. Well, well, again, how there is no barrier to entry, by the way, in, in the recruitment
2: staffing industries. And that's one of the things that actually it, it's a pro con. It gives the industry about black eye because mm. there isn't a lot of... Of, of sort of consistent uh, training and knowledge. Uh, however, you know when you get a really good company, really good niche, really good, you know, recruiters and, and mm-hmm. agents, it's it's a fantastic place to be. So, mm-hmm. but anyways, so I, I was saying in the, in the entrepreneurial uh, journey that I've been on, uh, all of my businesses really, you know, came out of that first recruiting company. Yeah. Team Kronos is our site; it's still there, and, and what we do is we uh, create like workforce solutions. So everything mm-hmm. is kind of related, but it has its own unique focus. So Canadian payroll services was an experiment, actually. It was me always looking ahead, seeing what's happening, because I've seen changes coming in recruitment due to HR technology changes, due mm-hmm. to internet, due to a global, uh, you know, worker phenomenon And so how did I prepare? I've got a software company, very specialized white-labeled job board software called Mm CareerLeaf. And so that is my answer to some of the tech solutions so that we actually syndicate Mm -hmm. jobs, right? And, you know, I, I use it myself for my recruiting companies, my recruiting practices, but CPS literally came as an experiment out of those, uh, the early business. And, you know, thankfully it's, it, it, I'll say that I've always um, traded up. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's actually my, my biggest company right now. And, you know, it's the first time I've ever had a seven figure EBITDA, which wow. is so exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I am because, so, you know,
2: a a lot of, one of the things that I think it takes to be an entrepreneur is Mm self-knowledge. And I personally, and and I, I didn't used to say this or be as open about it. I am not driven by money. Mm-hmm. I'm really driven by creation and money is a metric. Like I mm-hmm. use it as a yardstick. So yes, it's important. But what's more important is, yeah. you know, it's my staff. My, my people are the ones creating all of this energy. And I kind of restructured myself, you know, mm-hmm. to account for my undiagnosed ADD. <laughs> 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 I do, I do I this, it. right? I, I set up time to actually meet with each team. And then, you know, everybody I expect. I tell mm-hmm. them right up front: we're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. My only ask: I am not looking for perfection. I'm looking for if something happens. You take accountability. You know, fess up. Here's something I did, or what, or, or what happened. Here's how I'm going to correct. Because mm-hmm. frankly, that's how I've arrived at three businesses. You know, it mm-hmm. came through a lot of failure. Yeah. And so, you know, let's let's fail and let's learn, and then let's correct. Because that's the measure that our clients should have for us. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I I really uh, like that you humanize your business and entrepreneurship and you remind the people that you work with, like, it's okay to be human. Just, you know, hold yourself accountable uh, for it. And um, I think that when you really put people first and um, give them that grace to, because I think, I think most people don't want to purposely fail or purposely like self-sabotage. Most people don't, Want to do that so if you yeah. have faith in them you know that they will pick themselves back up or they will learn from their mistakes um i think that the income or the revenue that comes from that is a byproduct of, um, just the human side of business, just saying, Hey, we like, we're not perfect people, but we need to move forward anyway. (laughs) You know, it's not about perfection. It's about progression and learning and doing it together in community. And so, I mean, it Mm -hmm. sounds like, and again, it's, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing it, really creating that, uh, you know, company culture of like, Hey, it's okay. You're human. We're all human. Let's, let's just keep going. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's the part I love, like uh,
2: as, as a, I guess, a leader, a business owner, I really enjoy that part. Mm-hmm. And I think if I bake into that flexibility that people should experiment, you know, then we we can actually try so many different things and we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 acci- accidentally like that was a mistake we I personally have taken down my company for two weeks by choosing the wrong VoIP system, because I am an early adopter of tech. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was so excited. This is one of the big, you know, errors I made. But this story I tell to to our our team, that I've made huge mistakes, and Mm -hmm. I own it, and then we shift. So let's all be that way.
1: That's awesome. And it, you know, I think it goes back to uh, how you became this accidental entrepreneur. It's like you weren't planning on being the perfect entrepreneur or you didn't want to grow up to be an entrepreneur and start a payroll company or recruiting and staffing agency, as you have mentioned. It's like yeah. you fell into this out of necessity, really. And in knowing in and remembering your story and remembering where you came from, you can provide that same grace and faith into the people that you work with. And I just think that's really beautiful, FIFA. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You hinted that you currently have three companies. And I was sort of taking notes. So we we have CPS here, the Canadian payroll services, um, and then your recruiting uh company. Is there one more or is that the the software yeah. program, the career leaf? Is the yeah, third one? So those
2: are the three. And uh you know, I'm also, again, looking ahead. I have mm-hmm. a couple initiatives and who knows where they'll end up. There's a, a property we launched through, uh, it's a it's a hybrid uh, uh, project between CPS and mm-hmm. um, Curleaf. It's a job board for remote workers. It's called Work mm. the North. And we, we did a soft, quiet launch. And the idea behind that is, you know, there's so many people who want to, to get into the working remote area. It's going really fast. Mm-hmm. So it, it's to actually help remote. Right now it's for Canada. But again, remote working is going to be a global phenomenon. And how right. you bring and, and grow your team, it's a very natural um, progression uh, of CPS, And Mm -hmm. of course, you know, it's got a recruiting element too, but it's built on the software that we have at Curleaf. So it's
1: a nice little tie-in. Yeah, there you go. It it like all um, helps each other out uh, collectively. Um, And, you know, I I imagine Mm -hmm. that with the, you know, the pandemic having happened and, you know, probably at the time this gets released, it's probably still happening. Um, I imagine that so many more companies are going to be open to a global workforce
2: yes and and i mean they're also going to be interested in making sure they can work remotely and be effective mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know i notice on on so many of podcasts and i mean i love listening to a, a number of uh, of your podcasts oh thank you there's <laughs> there's so many companies like i i took a note of, of one that I was very impressed with, Carla Singson's companies, you know, the, the tech stack. Uh, mm. I'll give a plug for that. I haven't really uh, reached out yet, but those type of services I, I really think are, are great for companies like myself, like mm-hmm. a lot of people who are going to build and grow. And and that's what we do too. We, we stick to a very core focus that we are exceptional at. We're going to have great service and make sure that your Canadian workforce is well-managed. Uh, they get their needs taken care of so that your workforce is happy, Mr. Mm-hmm. Client. But, you know, that's where I think the companies that are behave that way are going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you partner with those those other uh, services that you're not good at. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we then create this ecosystem of success all around,
1: right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with your um, uh, unofficial diagnosed ADHD <laughs> yeah. um, and the fact that you're always thinking forward and and planning ahead, you must have a sounding board. Like You must have someone, a team or people in your life that you get to bounce these ideas off of. So is yeah. there any anyone or any team that you want to give credit to uh, for the fact that you're able to do all of this? <laughs>
2: I am so... Uh- Fortunate to have a great management team. Now, on that management team, so my husband is part of the company, he's mm-hmm. uh, in our management group, and I uh, A gentleman who actually sat on our board at CareerLeaf. He's the chairman of our board. He is also now working in CPS.
1: Mm. He's
2: a a director and he owns part of the company, Peter Rooney. Uh, My brother, Naman, is our CFO. So I also believe in competency-based nepotism. Mm. (laughs) As long as they're capable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. He's helped me for 20 years off and on, you know, he's a CFO and, mm-hmm. you know, because all of these people are so close to me and even all of our team leads, like our marketing team lead, our HR team lead, they're all free to be very, uh, like it, let's call it uh, uh, constructive feedback. It's, mm-hmm. it's part of the culture and, you know, you haven't asked this, but one of my favorite books and I, it's been my favorite book for, mm-hmm. for decades is so simple. It's the one minute manager. Mm, And if I do something that's out of whack, I expect that, you know, someone comes and, and, you know, smacks me upside the head, (laughs) metaphorically. I was going to say. (laughs) Well, my brother takes it literally, but... (laughs) but it is metaphorical and and then if i do something awesome you know they're the first to say and mm-hmm. this is throughout our our team you know i behave this way to my with my team and expect it back so it's uh, you know we do something awesome we're the yeah. first to congratulate each other we do something stupid we're the first to hey you know what what's going on here
1: <laughs> wtf <Right. laughs> call each other out <laughs> yeah I even have a WTF pad. Oh really? <laughs> WTF? Were you thinking WTF? Uh, <laughs> what I love here? that. That is so funny. I mean, I think that that really adds to. Um, I fun. mean, in an odd way, like the morale of the company. It's like, hey, like you know, it's okay to call people out, and it's it's okay to do it in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, we have to, because that, again, I, I believe in, in failure. It's not an if it's a when, Mm -hmm. so let's just put it on the table Mm -hmm. and you know, when the site goes down, when the phones aren't working, like when nobody's getting phone calls for a week and we haven't realized it,
1: this stuff (laughs) is going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Afifa, I, I really enjoyed our conversation today and I'm so glad we sort of had a second time to talk to each (laughs) other. Uh, before we go, I think, uh, it's really important, um, for you to share if you have any closing or final thoughts or words of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners who are also small business owners, entrepreneurs, um, whether they're in the six figure range or aspiring to get there, um, what parting advice would you like to share with them? Um, you know, I think there there might be, uh, Two related things. Like, like people, um, they often hit
2: walls, and as entrepreneurs, just not having quite yet found the space. I remember when I was creating businesses.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: there's lots that won't work, and mm-hmm. yes, I used to call it failure. I don't call it failure now because success and failure are a continuum. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. things that that fail and fail and fail will succeed if you want them to, and you continue at it. Or, you know, another success to to a failure is to turn away from it that is actually a success too Mm -hmm. so this whole notion of you know getting depressed about something not working i'd really ask people to examine that because we will each do it in our own way but my belief system is that always look for the silver lining and Mm -hmm. by the way i'm i'm an investor in in minerals, silver gold like i say go look for that lining in every failure because Mm -hmm. just beyond it is is that success
1: Wow. Beautifully said. I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation today, Afifa. Thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed speaking with you today. Yeah. We're like sisters now, Jen. <laughs> Yay. We <laughs> <Yay. laughs> look a little alike. We do. We do. We've got the skin. We've got the hair, a little bit of lipstick. This <laughs> is great. Right. I love it. No, I've, I've I, this was a very pleasant conversation today, and I know that our listeners will really appreciate this. So thank you again. Thank you. Yes. And to our listeners, once again, this is Afifa Siddiqui. She is a CEO and founder of Canadian Payroll Services, CPS for short, amongst other companies, of course. You can learn more about her and her company at CanadianPayrollServices.com. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.
0: Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit Up My Influence.